Aloha, Mud Babies, Pod People, and inhabitants of the planet Earth. It is I, your tiki leader, Steve Mudflap McGrew, um, here again in the beautiful, beautiful room here on the Royal Caribbean uh, ship. I-, I was able to bring this master comic in to have a chat tonight. He's given me this look like, why would you say Master Comic? Because he is a beast on stage. He's been a beast in real life. And uh, he's given me the beast eye right now. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Clearly you're not talking about me, sir. Yes, I am. Michael Pace, how are you, sir? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. You know, we've had some great discussions this week, and I hope we can somehow get them on here. I'm I'm hoping that the five podcasts that we did just sitting around tables will somehow come together on this one. I think maybe we should just turn the phone on wherever we are, because we solved a lot of problems in the world. We we did. You know, I, I think I I think maybe this should be our focus, and that that is that what we agree on first, and then what we disagree on second. Well, and and over the course of the past four days, yeah, we've kind of agreed on a lot of stuff I never thought we'd agree on. Exactly, and because other people were like, "You're working with Mike Pace. Oh, I'd like to be a fly on that wall." Right. You know, and it's been uh, respectful. And uh, I, I, I would hope it would be a, uh, let me see, how do we throw it out to the universe? That the rest of the world would be able to have these discussions? That you could be able to be two people on different <clears throat> political sides, sides and still have adult conversations and still go, I see your point. I see your point. Well, well I, I think what we said the other day was, I'm so far to the left. I'm almost conservative now. Yes, that you've almost come back. I, well, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of old school conservative. Not the, you know. Well, you here's what you are, and I thought about this, mm-hmm. and I hope you don't take this wrong, and I know you won't. All right. You are what I was, and so many people were growing up. We are like. Um, uh, the Colorado Cowboys, where you were a free thinker, but you you liked the country, you shot guns, you fished, you might have smoked a little pot, you didn't have anything against anybody that did, and live your own life, I don't care. Right. Do you see what I'm saying? Right. I like to shoot a gun, and I like to, I used to like to smoke more than I do now, and now I'm like, this pot's so goddamn strong now, it's a one-hit wonder, and then I sit catatonic for eight hours. Uh I like to fish, and uh, yeah, if you're doing so, like I do what you want, but once that you cross that line and it's my fucking problem, then we got a problem. Right, right. Basically, and that's kind of where we found that common ground was. Right. Like we both like, yeah, I shoot, you shoot, mm-hmm. and uh, the what? But we shouldn't have any guns in America. Well, you know, we agreed on this too. We agreed that you know everyone should have to take a safety course. Right. Everyone should have a cooling off period. Right. And uh, everyone should be a responsible gun owner. Like, uh, and I, I, I don't know. Did we talk about man to your mandatory service? Yes, you did. To your you, country? Yeah, you said I. You told me that you would like to see what's like Israel. That you have to do two years of service to learn, like a little bit of uh, how to survive and how to critical think. How to, how to, how to clean to, and clean and shoot a gun. Yeah. 
uh, some self-defense, some Krav Maga, how to act like a human being saying, yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, thank you, you're welcome, how to get the fuck out of each other's way. And then that was the thing that you and I like really agreed on was manners and the lack of is one of the biggest problems in America today. Right. I mean, they're, they're well, you, you and I, if we could get paid to slap the piss out of fucking rude people. We'd be working. Well, we'd 24 be 24-7. <laughs> we'd be very, <laughs> we'd be, we'd have job security. Yeah. yeah like I said good. the other night on stage, I, I go, for you people that just don't feel right about hitting your misbehaving child, hire me. Right. I will take your cash and come over and discipline your child. You know, and for 20 bucks, I bet they would love to see him get smacked upside down. You know the they head. would. Grandma would give it. You know, <laughs> their grandma would give it. Here, I'll give you $20 if you hit hit my daughter's kid. <laughs> there you go. I'm going to hit my daughter while you're at it. I never liked that bitch either. <laughs> but though, I think there's a lot more. So we agree. We kind of, I, I think we agree on guns. I, I don't, you know, I don't think the, the loop the loopholes. At gun shows and to be able to get them online and yeah. that. I don't know if that's a good idea. Well, but. here's the deal. I I bought this is America. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm flying. Um, you know, get Wi-Fi on the airplane. Mm-hmm. I'm going through my email and there's a thing from the gun store that says the the shotgun that I've been wanting was on sale. I got an email. Right. So I clicked over to the website. I bought the shotgun at thirty thousand feet in the air, but. I had to pick it up at the store, and I had to go through... Sign through all the shit. I had to sign through all the stuff. I had to go through, are you a legal citizen? Yes. Have you ever been... You know, I had to be treated just like you would, you know, but I was still able to 30,000 feet to go purchase. Yeah, so you're not... I wasn't allowed to take uh, take possession of it until I passed all Yeah, so you're not saying, well, you know, criminals can get guns whenever they want. Yeah, well, we should at least try. At least try to have some sort of rules... You know, so yeah. that, I mean, it's easy to get a gun. I mean, I can get an illegal gun easy, so can you. Mm-hmm. Anybody can. Yeah. And that's what everybody's argument is. You know, the gun laws are used typically for the law-abiding citizens. Sure. You know, and that's the other argument that people are like, the NRA, they're, they're all, they're murderers. The NRA, mm-hmm. not one NRA member is one of those people. Well, I heard you there's a lot of I mean? people walking away from the NRA because they are a little, they are getting a little bit, Extreme now. Well, they're 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 getting where they're they're fighting harder. And what the reason they're fighting harder is because uh, I'm I'm a member. Mm-hmm. Is that uh, once you go down that that give an inch they take a mile thing. Right. Yeah. That, that's what it is. It's right. like we we need to outlaw. No, because this is how it works. You guys don't stop. You know what I mean? Well, if I don't. You say I can't have a, a a clip. Then you know. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't. I don't, you know, I mean, all these automatic weapons, if you're a gun enthusiast, you're going to ha- have it. And if you're a whack job, you're going to be able to get one. So, you know, I don't really know what the answer is to that. I mean, I shot an AR-15 the other day and loved it. And Me, yeah. I've been over the Middle East and shot, you know, uh, Uzis in the whole nine yards and, and, and loved it. But um, there should be, like, this whole mental illness test should be right up there, along with uh, parenting there should be a freaking test. Yeah. And, uh, you know, here's something nobody ever thinks of either. Is, uh, we uh, we think nothing of a 6,000-pound vehicle come barreling down the fucking road. And have you watched Springer or some of those shows? 
You know, those, yeah. those are weapons. Yeah. And I think there should be a little more scrutiny when it comes to driving, too. But well, it's kind of like when you see the terrorist attacks, and like in France yeah. and stuff, or England, where they've just driven the car and taken yeah. out people. But nobody goes, we need to ban automobiles. Right. right. Well, let's not forget Charlottesville. Right. There's another one. Right. We need to ban automobiles. Right. Well, it's kind of like there. there's some disconnects. Right here, like right now, like the whole the fires that are going on in California and Trump's like, well, they need to uh, be out there and uh, sorting it. You can't rake a whole forest. I mean, <laughs> unless you're willing to put those people to work. Yeah. You can't really rake the whole freaking forest. True. There's, there's always going to be timber. There's always going to be leaves. True, but it got, it got bad. It got worse. There was a thing today. I don't know if you've seen it. There was a thing today that the Loggers Association actually agreed with Trump that there should have been better forest management, and that's been part of the problem for other fires. Yeah, well, you can't constantly take money away from the forest people and then expect them to be able to do you know, do all that stuff. Right. Either. That's why we have to get rid of other programs that are like – you live in California, right? Mm-hmm. So I remember when I lived out there, there's like 17 programs that do almost exactly the same things. Mm-hmm. You know, like they, once a program gets started, they never stop it. You know what I mean? It's like there's all these well, they overlap. Like you get free groceries, but this program gives you free groceries, but they drive them to your house. And right. this is the, you know. Right. Well, I mean, you could say the same thing with the Department of Defense as well. I mean, once somebody starts making a, a weapon, they'll keep making it, even if it's obsolete, you know, and, and that's billions and billions of dollars you know and you know me i'm a pro troop guy but oh, I'm i know like, I'm, like, I'm not like uh yeah you know i do know that's I, thing. i've seen i've been over to like missoula and you're coming down in a blackhawk and for miles and miles and miles you can see you know other helicopters and uh tanks and c-130s that are just sitting there and rusting you're like what <laughs> Yeah, man. Like uh, they waste a lot of money here. They just leave you know? them. Like they break down. Yeah, leave it's them or cheaper blow it than up and... cheaper than trying to bring them back. You know, with gas. And yeah. Transport and all that. But you're like, uh, you guys over over. It's like those old used car commercials. We have so many new products. We need to make room for the 2019s. Yeah. Come on down, and we'll put you in one ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> we'll get you in a we'll get you in a Humvee in a matter of days. And and uh, so we agree with that. So let's go to the next thing we agree upon: the credit card. Yes, the fact that you have you can't you don't have to wait for anything anymore. When we were kids, we had paper. That's right. We were talking about that and, the other day. And, yeah, and lawn services, and uh, you didn't you didn't just have a bike you worked all summer to get, get a, a bike, bike to do your paper out to drag your lawnmower around and you probably bought another lawnmower once you had enough money because your dad's piece of shit lawnmower didn't want you to, well, don't tear mine up with your little lawn well business. it wasn't even that he had the shittiest lawnmower my dad had the one where the fucking the rope uh-huh you know you, you actually had to you pulled it once, once and, and it was gonna it. get wrapped around again yeah, pull right, it that was it, it. So if if you're cutting high grass, you're spending another two hours trying to yeah. get it started. Yeah, but you wanted to save up and buy one of those that you squeeze the handle and it moved forward a by bit, itself. Yeah, well, some kind of <laughs> little bit of something, you know. Well, I remember the first lawnmower that, that I used as a kid was that one like you used to see on like the old Dennis the Menace that was no engine, just... Oh, the little... <laughs> you yeah. just pushed The it. rotating blade Yeah, one. Yeah, I remember that. Sometimes the... Uh, 
Well, I miss a lawn. I still miss a lawn. You know, I yeah. miss having a backyard and mowing the yard and sitting out there and having a iced tea and listening to the game and going, this is my land. And smelling the fresh grass yeah, and I the miss earth all and, that, you know. Yeah, I remember the first time that my mom, because I had an older brother, my mom would say, or, you know, it was my dad actually, you're old enough to cut the grass. You you get to cut the grass. Right. I, I get to. Like, it's something I was looking forward right. to. No. Well, I remember when you were little, you had that little plastic lawnmower. You'd, you'd be out there with your dad. your dad. And then the day came when he's like, all right, it's time to cut the lawn. You're like, damn it, I don't want to cut the lawn. <laughs> You've been following me around for five years yeah. with the plastic one. Well, here's you know. what you do then is you take the lawnmower and you cut your name into the front yard. <laughs> like a dumbass. <laughs> and then go, get away from that. Don't you ever touch that again. Right. right. Like, you, yeah. I always feign incompetence so that he so would do it. don't want me to do it again. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was like it was a different world. You know, we played wiffle ball eight hours a day. Yeah. And we had we had there was always a little section between um, each neighborhood where it was like the woods, and you'd go down there and you'd build a fort, and uh-huh. uh, you know there'd be you'd territory. Have you'd have candles and you'd stuff, have, and you'd hang out there as long. You'd say you were staying at other kids' house, so you could stay out there. Yeah, and then eventually the bigger kids would come and beat your ass and take over the fort, fort. So you'd have to go build another one somewhere else. So you built forts too? Oh, tons of them. Now this is how we built our fort. We we dug it out. We dug a hole mm-hmm. and put plywood over the top of Always. it. Always. And then yeah. put the dirt back on top. Right. And then it had an entrance where you could go down into the yeah. hole. But where some guys would build the fort on top of the ground. No, it's too obvious. Yeah. We had it the underground. We and we'd dig out the holes in the walls where you could put candles, you know, in yeah. the wall and, and the place would be like lit. Right. You know? And then you'd have like as many Playboys or whatever as you stole could have stolen from the convenience yeah. store. Well it wasn't a convenience store, it was a store store yeah but wasn't it odd didn't you always find it odd that you used to just randomly find porn porn yeah. just randomly you'd be walking and there's a magazine in a ditch or you'd be walking in the woods and it'd be in the middle of the nowhere there'd just be like half a magazine i remember we were walking we were up in tahoe this is maybe 10 years ago right we're walking up to this uh beautiful mirror hidden lake maybe is the name of it i'm not sure but it, it mirrors the the hill behind it and it was kind of a trek, but we were walking along, and there's this big old um, hefty bag, and it'd been ripped open, and there were dildos and <gasps> porn and porn movies and lubes and lotions and butt plugs and all kinds of shit. And I guess this person, uh-huh. I imagine it was a man, um, decided, I'm tired of living in my mom's basement. Um, it's time for me to go out and get the real thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. But he had to—he was such a porn addict, he had to take it up to the woods to get rid of it. Either you know? that, or he had one of this wife that this shit has got to go, right. and she's throwing it all right. in the bag, and you are right. out of here. Well, maybe if you'd the- use some of this shit, I wouldn't have to go to the woods all well, the time. Well, you would. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you take one of these? Just shove them up, keister for a change. Do you like that one? <laughs> yeah, I was sure as hell would. I am not You know, so, so how far out in the woods was this? Was it right off the? I think like I walked about thumb? twenty miles. <laughs> was it like way out in the woods? Or? I think I, I think I slept about twenty miles to get rid of to that shit. It, no, I'm just kidding. To get uh, it back, you were like at twenty miles. Was, to get you it know, back it was to just a little bit off. Like I went over off the trail to pee, and it was like in you know, there it was. There it was. Yeah. yeah. 
type thing. And then I'm like, hey, everybody come here and look at it. And they're like, you know, you're kind of like, yeah, let's see. You know, Kira was like, yeah, I'd like to see that movie. Yeah. Well, well, this is sort of a weird thing to go down. And I know my <clears throat> my wife will be like, why did y'all even talk about that? Was Don't you think that, remember the old days of, of porn when you'd find it? It was like, it was just nasty. The, yeah, yeah. It was nasty. Yeah. Girls were ugly. They, mm-hmm. uh, it was nasty looking. It was shot, na- shot nasty. And, they and had now, a fucking shrub. And, yeah, had, and, now, yeah. and now it's like the, gr- the girls are glamorous and the sh- they're beautiful. The, the lighting is perfect. They, uh, so, so what, what, this what is happened? What, how did, it used to be I could understand that ugly people wanted love and attention, maybe. You know what I mean? Like, right. this is the only way I can get a man to look at me. Right. And now they're like, these like I couldn't make it in Hollywood, but I'll be a porn actress. So what happened? Well, what the happened trouble, in their the, life? The difference it- nowadays is the ones that are ugly, like you're describing. Yeah, think don't, they don't know they're ugly, right? Something everybody, th- no, everybody thinks they got it going on now. Have you noticed that? Yeah, everybody's like I, I, you know, I'm working it. I'm, I, I got. Look I'm, at my Instagram. Right. I got 150 followers. Right, right. But I, I think my thing is I don't like this. this well, we have different tastes in women, but you, um, I don't like the slick porn. I don't like the pros. I want. I want. I want uh, something a little bit like. A, you want a bruise? Yeah, I want a soccer. <laughs> yeah, and a scar. I want. A, <laughs> I want a soccer mom, or you know, a little chubby. You know, making a damn freaking lasagna. <laughs> Everything's all hell breaks loose right there in the kitchen type situation. Porn to you would be like a a, a a naked woman in a trailer leaning over, sweeping up some broken beer bottle. Oh, not God damn it. I'll be right back. <laughs> yes, that's a good start for the porn. At least she's cleaning. <laughs> I was really, we were talking about, you know, uh, we agree on women's equal rights, mm-hmm. right? Right. Equal pay, equal yeah. blah, blah, I, blah. I believe equal pay. Yeah, but uh, she better have my damn dinner on the table when I get home. That's you all I got to say. And do not eyeball with that you fish can, eye. <laughs> you can have a good job. You, can, you better make a dollar for a dollar. Right. But you better make a dinner at five. Right. And you better bring it home. <laughs> Now the people going, like, neither, neither one of those guys sound liberal. Right, right. That goddamn shake and bake is good. I don't give a shit. Remember shake I, and I love shake and bake. We eat it now. Shake my and bake pork wife, chops? My wife makes shake and bake pork chops, and oh, it's so good. I freaking love There's it. A, some, with I don't ketchup? Know what, oh, Lord. With ketchup fries? Mm. With those little skinny ketchup-flavored fries? Mm. Oh. I haven't had those. You haven't had those? Check them out. You know, I used to, the, the other night, Oneida. Oh, yeah. You kept calling her Orida. Orida. I miss those crinkly fries. Remember those? I do. I don't know why they started fucking with fries. Remember when fries were just fries mm-hmm. and there wasn't no coating on them and they were yeah. just. You just you know, cut a potato. Yeah. And it, and, it, and it got a little crunch on it because yeah. you're using animal fat. Right. A good fry should be a little crust and soft in the middle, right. in the very middle, not fried all the way through. Right. And I think you only get that a lot of times when you have a bigger fry. So you're from Oklahoma, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to describe the best um, breakfast of all time. Okay. All right. And I'll probably be missing grits because I was never a grits guy. Yeah, I was not a grits guy either. But um, it's bacon. Mm -hmm. It's fried eggs basted in the grease from the bacon. bacon. Uh It's uh, 
white toast. Yes. Preferably with way too much fucking butter right. on it. You actually put it in the butter before you throw right. it in there. It's apple butter. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, how many times, how many toasters did you go through as a kid? Oh, like, we went through a lot. Putting the butter and then dropping it back in there so and you the, could throw sugar on it so yeah. that it had like a pile of freaking butter, yeah. like a puddle. Yeah. And it would absorb well, all we, the sugar. We had one of those, uh, mm. the, the ovens, the toaster ovens oh, yeah. where you could slide it out oh, and yeah. then you could sprinkle your toast and slide it back right. in. We'd have like freaking toaster fires and be so much butter. <laughs> Did, have you ever opened the bottom of a toaster? Oh, it's nasty as hell. <laughs> when you open that oh, little yeah. latch and you just right. falls out. Right. It's like it's like opening a freaking differential. Yeah. Right. In the back. Um and then This I, is why it ain't popping up no more. And then if uh preferably you'd have some sausage too. Link sausage. Oh, but now burnt. Have, now it has to be turkey, it has to be turkey it's sausage. Turkey sausage. sausage. And then uh it's free range turkey. Someone would make uh biscuits and gravy out of that. The mm-hmm. grease. Mm-hmm. Did your mom keep the bacon grease can? Always. Just a can, like the grease was poured into a can. Well, because if she had like green beans and on Wednesday, she'd throw gr- that grease, grease in, in with it. some flavor. Yeah. yeah. And that grease would just sit there. It wasn't refrigerated. No, it it was didn't just, matter. It was, no. It was probably heated up and cooled down about 40 times yeah. too because it sat on the. And, and uh, neither one of us had peanut allergies. No, none of us, none of us were sick ever. No. I, my go to drink of choice was whole milk. I'd come in if I was thirsty, and I'd guzzle Just out of the, the out of the freaking gallon and, and guzzle that. Um, and you were talking about in Tang, Tang Kool Aid, uh-huh. and uh, instant. It was always sweet tea. It was never like no, it was know, sweet my, tea, like made with like shit cups, cups, cups of, of sugar. sugar. It was like that. What was that movie? Uh, it was a black movie about uh, I don't know and. Um, this is his name, Ralph Harrison. Do you remember him? Uh-huh. Old black comic, and they're making Kool-Aid, and they got, like, one of those five-pound things of sugar, <sighs> and they're pouring it in the Kool-Aid, and he goes, damn it, girl, that's too much sugar. He goes, uh-uh, it's just getting good. <laughs> so it, my, my favorite Kool-Aid flavor is um, red. Yeah. Just, Our Gatorade, it's orange. Yeah. Or red. I, yeah. I can't. Those. Like, I don't know. I don't even care what flavors it is. It could right. be strawberry or cherry or something right. watermelon. But the color. Like the color red. The color. Is what yeah. I, I, I I'm. 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 I'm familiar with the color. You go into lime area. It's not good for me. Yeah. Because I don't know what lime. What is that? I don't know is what that, that is. Does that have glutamine or something in it? Or I remember my brother. One. He revolutionized uh, breakfast when he took. Uh, he made butter toast, and you know it was supposed to be cinnamon toast. But, you know, like, after a while, you're like, well, fuck the cinnamon. We just want the sugar yeah. on it. But one morning, he got out the uh, garlic salt oh. and put it on there. And we had, like, what we called ghetto garlic bread. And that, that went pretty strong for about a year. And you made it a lot often? Oh, yeah. Until, yeah. you know, we were sick yeah. of it. You know how you did that when you were yeah. a kid? You eat something until you were sick. All right, what about this? Bub's Daddies. You remember those? No, I don't remember They were that. long, about a foot long, and they were... They were bubble gum, dry uh-huh. bubble gum, and uh, it was about this thick, and you, you know, pull off a piece and Just chew it bite, up and bite a chunk off of it. Yeah, and then we'd always have Bub's Daddy's competition to see who could put the most, most in their mouth, and then eventually uh, one guy would have like five of them in there, and he couldn't chew or do anything or breathe. Yeah. He was just crying, so you'd have to get in there and reach in there and pull it back out. <laughs> 
That's like that marshmallow thing. What do they call it? Chubby bunny or whatever it is, mm-hmm. where you're supposed to just shove as many marshmallows in your mouth. Ugh. And then people have been like choking because they, they can't I, swallow, can't breathe. Now, there's another thing. There's two things that I can't eat ever again. Well, what? three things. But one is Reese's peanut butter cups because when they first came out, I ate so freaking many of those things. I they, love those. they disgust me to this day. Uh, marshmallows. I can't eat marshmallows anymore because we made too many s'mores, you know, too many days in a row. And now I just eat the graham cracker and the chocolate, mm-hmm. right? And, oh, I, I just found out I'm allergic to crab and lobster and shellfish. So. You just found this out? Yeah, I guess when you get older, you develop allergies you never had before. Oh, well, I hope I don't... That's, no, one, of I mean, favorite, dude, that's one of my favorite things. It was, it was, who was I talking to? Oh, it was the uh, MC at, at our show was talking about the... Uh, he's a big fan of lobster bisque. Mm. And I said, oh, me too. It's one of my favorite. I mean, no, I love the taste of it. But- lobster bisque. And if they, he goes, oh, did you have it on Oasis? The sh- they you actually, you'll find, you'll go, there's big chunks of lobster in the, right. yeah, we, that's that's a good bisque. I found that out in Alaska too. I was at like, uh, I do a bit on it. It's uh, Tracy's Crab Shack, right, in Juneau. And like, they actually, you know. Just pulled out of the basket and cooked. Deadliest catch right yeah. there. That's where they drop all yeah. everything off. And uh, I got, I mean, I was squirting and puking and my, swelling up, and I had to show that. And this is back on Celebrity. And then I went back into town, and all the crew's hanging out. And I'm like, hey, what's up, guys? And they're, you know, I have my fake beer, and everybody's sitting there. And I dip a chip in this artichoke dip, and I ate it. And they go, oh, there's crab in that. And I'm like, all over again, back to the back to the toilet. So it just, out of nowhere, this allergy has hit you. Yeah. Have you been tested to see if there's something going on? Have you done like an allergy? T- Maybe it's a combination of. You now, you know, remember crawdads? Oh, yeah. Well, I love crawfish. You well, catch crawfish get, in the ditch. We used to get crawdads and then, and then boil them. And, yeah. and I remember getting very sick as a kid on that a few times so maybe it's been coming just slowly building you know like up. the iodine or something yeah. whatever's in it i yeah. had my first I'm a delicious right there out of the water i had my very first lobster roll in maine oh th- this year i remember being there and i had a lot bar bar harbor delicious i never had one before right i'd heard about them and i always thought lobster rolls were like an egg roll with lobster I'm showing my ignorance and i don't right. care but no it's a beautiful bun with lobster it's meat like, it's like tuna salad only with lobster yes basically. and, and yeah. big chunks of big lobster. chunks big chunks yeah so I, I had my first one and I fell in love. Fell in love. You overdid it. Well, I did because I started trying them at different places. Oh, like yeah. I wonder if they're as good as this one. Because the first one I had was at this little uh, kiosk. It was a tugboat. Mm. It looked like a tugboat, and it was uh, you know b- voted best of lobster course. roll. And you know, of course, I, I don't think anybody ever uh, scrutinizes those voted best of. Best, <laughs> yeah, right. best of. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I, I ate like four or five of them like within a few days. So you ruined and it. And I kind of ruined it. Yeah. But I, I'm slowly getting back into, I want to try that again because now I found, now that my, you know how you become aware of something now? And you're mm-hmm. like, I didn't know I could get this at uh, the Perfect Landing restaurant in Denver. Right. You know, so now I'm going to try their loves, which I doubt the ones that aren't in Maine are going to be outstanding. Well, here's something that's weird. Like if you talk about generational stuff, like... Who would ever thought that like chefs would be rock stars like they are now? Or you know what I mean? Like yeah. they're considered, you know Yeah. They're making billions of dollars. I think we had one. We had Julia Childs. That was it. That was it. 
But she was kind of a mess, and that was okay. Yeah, we're making the whole. Oh, isn't it nice? You're lovely. When it was so But I loved, I loved her. I loved her. Yeah. She was the only one I can think of as a kid. Now there's a good show on Netflix called Chef's Table, and what they do is they talk, they do a background of how the person got into it, and blah blah blah, and this love that they have for the food, and the love they have for the people that eat their food, and I think it's, you know, whether as much as we bitch about comedy, to make people laugh is like to have a good steak. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's It makes us feel good. It makes them feel good. It makes them feel good. And and it's not to be discounted either. Uh, I think we take it advantage take it for granted because we've been doing it so long and it comes so easily to us, but um you know, I when we did Scott Kennedy and I did 9/11 in Vegas and then we went over to do all the tours in Iraq and Afghanistan and sometimes on the ship you'll meet people and they're they're going through a hard time and they're just like you know I really needed that and I I don't think uh, a lot of us take it as seriously as we probably should although you know we just did 423 shows so we're a little burned out and eight more to go right you know what I mean yeah. but uh, it's it's something to, uh, and the fact that, you know, I mean, we're not where we'd w- probably want to be career-wise, but at the same time, we haven't had to put lug nuts on the, at the Chrysler plant. Yeah. I'm not in a pit that. at the grease monkey. Right, you know? I'm, not a, I'm not at Jiffy Lube. or Not know, that that's a bad job. No. I'm not and trying to slay it. Were you trying to talk down to the working man? That's, no. this is, I'm glad you brought that up because uh, I think that um, this country has a problem with showing respect to everyone. And everyone deserves respect. Everybody. And whether it's the guy that cleans our room or the guy that gets the garbage or, you know, the teacher or whoever, everyone deserves respect. And I think it's... You know, uh, it's hard for me at times to not snap and choke people when I see them being disrespectful right. to anyone. Well, like my dad used to say, you know, a college isn't for everybody, and if you're going to be a ditch digger, be the best. Right. Damn take ditch pr- digger take pride in what yeah, you do. Be proud because some people can't right. do that. Some people don't even. Know how, some people would mess up a ditch. Well, which is you know? which is kind of the problem with comedy in America. I know in other like England and that they they. They hold it in high regard. Comedian is an artist yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Whereas in America, like, yeah, my cousin, he does an open mic night and he, you know what I mean? He's a it's comic. Like everybody thinks they can do it, which is the problem with YouTube. It's the problem with, with, with all this stuff now. Yeah, I guess you could do it, but can you do it good? Right. You know what I mean? It's like when people go, oh, it was kind of a shitty movie. I go, yeah, but how many movies have you made? You made. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the same with music. You're like, well, it kind of it's not as good as their last album. Well, you know, they made an album. Did you make an yeah. album? Well, what, was it? Wasn't it you that was saying though that the day we were talking about uh, music today, and you really said, I think it's over and done. Like, I think. Well, there's a lot. Like, of, like we've we've gone past good music, and now we're just ha- having Velveeta music, sort of. Right. We're just. It's. How did you well, word there, that? Was there were still there's still some great people out there, but it's not like it used to be. Uh, you used to go see Led Zeppelin at an arena, you know, thirty thousand seats maybe, twenty thousand yeah. seats. 
uh, a stadium or whatever. But you can't make a business out of it anymore. We, you know, we had a limited amount of people. I always say this about Johnny Carson. Johnny Carson came on after the news. There were five channels. Everybody just watched that news, and he could do his dialogue, his monologue, without explaining everything. Yeah, because the news was just on. Right so into go, the joke. Somebody was just. Uh, do you see today in the news? You're like, I did. I just saw it. Right now, you know, with net, there's really no connection. I mean. Uh, I think Johnny Carson was a catalyst for America for a long time because it was something, and, and how many of us were conceived during the monologue, but it was something that everybody was doing at the same time. Yeah. Uh, well, that's why you could become a star. Right. You, you could do the science show one time, and the majority of Americans saw it. And right, I will, I'll say that, I'll, I'll say that uh, there's a. There's never going to be another Michael Jackson or an Elvis Presley or a Madonna or the Beatles or, you know, pick any huge Hank Williams Jr. or whoever. They did their thing. They were. They did their thing. But nobody's watching the same thing at the same time anymore. Your, your son, half the 90% of the people don't know CBS was a big deal at one point yeah. or NBC or ABC. Right. They don't know and they don't care. Yeah. They're watching YouTube. They're playing video games. They're watching Netflix. There's, it's like there's too much going on. Well, it's funny you said that because I was talking to an older couple in the, here on the ship one time and we're talking about relationships. And this woman goes, I think the problem today is there's just too much to disagree on. Because the old days, you had three TV channels, and that's what you had to choose from. When you got 500 things to choose from, you're going to go, I don't like that. I don't like that either. I don't want to watch that. She's gonna, she was just saying how there's, there's just too much well, we said the you same can thing argue about, about. We said the same thing about Facebook or Twitter or, or, or you porn. Like, even when you're looking at a, a porn, you're looking for a better <laughs> porn while you're doing that. Like It, what, what it always goes back to porn with no, you. No, but you know what I'm <laughs> – no, but – it, well, I'm saying, and, and you agree with me earlier, it was like the, the you're always looking for something better. Yeah, like if you're watching a show on Netflix, you're thinking there's probably a better show. Right, so if you're like, on... This is good, but I bet... So if you're on Facebook and somebody just happens to like Francine McDougal, like something, and you go, oh, who's she? She's never been on my uh, feed before. So you go look up Francine McDougal, and you're like, oh, she's cute. Who's she about? So you go into About, and then you go into, oh, that must be your boyfriend, and you look at some pictures, and you're like, like you're never, you're always shopping. You're, you're always going down some rabbit hole. Right, of, and of... you're like, what the, what am I doing now? What am I doing? And the people that say they don't do that are fucking liars, because everybody does it. I don't do it. I know because you're, she might hear it. <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm saying I I don't do it because I I actually am happy. I mean, I think a lot of people do that. I agree with you. And I think when you're single and you're not sure what you want or, or you're not positive of what you want uh, or you're just not generally happy. I mean, I think people do it with cars. You know, you're like, I just bought a new car, but man... The new BMW looks good. I wish I'd have well, held out for that one. I have a great, a great story about that, and, and and not to compare women with cars, but the metaphor is the same. Uh, up the street from my old house that I gave to my ex-wife um, is a car wash, and about a half mile up the street are six or eight dealerships. So they come there to clean. 
To bring the new ones over. To bring the like the used ones yeah. and the new ones that are just about to be delivered and all that. So they bring this guy sitting there and he it's kind of a wealthy area where I live, Carlsbad and Del Mar and La Costa. And there's people with too much money, you know. And this guy goes, yeah, I just bought this, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he's, he's they're bringing it through and he's getting excited. It's being delivered like he's going to get in it yeah. and drive away for the first time. And a BM, there's this BMW that comes through and he goes, uh, and they had just detailed it. The, the dealership detailed it. And then he uh, um, goes, oh, I used to have a BMW just like that, man. Oh, that one looks good. It's in good shape, blah, blah, blah. Not realizing that. It took him a few minutes. He goes, hey, wait a minute. That's my BMW. Blue Vuitton, my old. Right. He goes, wait a minute. That's my BMW. Which is to say that maybe you should take the time to detail and shine up and buff up and put the effort into whatever you have. Whatever you have. No matter what it is. Exactly. That's a good point. That right. is a very Like, you know, don't think I'm just getting rid of this guy because, you know. Like that, like so much of Oprah in those days, shows are all have been like, if you're not happy, kick him to the curb. You know what I mean? Life's too short. You know. Well, like I maybe think you should just be honest with your with your husband or go, man. Maybe we should go work out together. If people would talk to each other honestly, honesty and truth are uh, like the scourge nowadays, right? Yeah, nobody's honest with fucking anybody. Yeah. So if you would say. If you were able to go, honey, I love you. I love your tummy. You're beautiful. I'm just worried about our health. Let's start walking on the beach together. What are you saying? You're well, not happy if, with if, me? Right. If you could, if you-, you could avoid that drama <laughs> and just... And imagine the quality time you would have together walking on the beach and be getting enjoying the, the nature, exercise, no TV, no phone on, no, no social nothing. media. Right. Which, which is, let me ask you about this because I, I posted this earlier today. I, I put a, uh, a poll up. Do you think you may not have seen this? Do you think social media has made uh, the world better or worse? I don't think it's good for relationships at all. Um, I think I've connected with maybe a handful of people that I was glad to finally see after so many years. And probably 50 people I never wanted to see again that suddenly creeped them up to, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. But what about the ability to, to be able to just argue? You know what I mean? Like everybody now. No, I'm exhausted. You know, I mean, I I've done what everybody else has done, and I've blocked the people that I disagree with, and I've, you know, and it, which is stupid because we have found out this week that there is a civil way to do this, and not, I you weren't pushing my buttons, I wasn't pushing your buttons, and we backed off at the right times and said, okay, you know, that's okay. cool, but. Uh, Yeah, the arguing's crazy. And after a while, I just, I would like to get it out of my life, to be honest with you. I mean, I've gotten over Coke and alcohol. Facebook would be the next thing for me. Facebook would be? Yeah, I think I would be much happier. If I could trade, like, a thing. Yeah. You know, like a... Like one for another, something else. Yeah, for you know, like a, a, a trait. I'll I could, give up Facebook I'll if g- I can have... Oh, yeah, okay. Well, I would give up Facebook... If I could have 
real quality conversations with five of the most important people in my life. And who would those five people be? Um, my sister, my brother, my sons, my daughter, my ex-wife. Uh, not because I want to get together, back together with my ex-wife, but because we were together for 27 years. And I would think it's important that we uh, have some closure on... I don't want to argue with her. I don't want to, you know what I mean? I yeah. just want to kind of, it'd be kind of like, I just want to let you know that I'm here. If you get in a jam, you know, that's about it. Right. Like, you do what you want with your life. And yeah, like I told you earlier, <clears throat> most people are shocked that uh, my ex-wife, my son's mom, that we actually get along. That right. we, and I told you that I, I yeah. see that a lot on the ships. You're like, there's two families there. Uh, it's the husband and the wife. And the best friend of the husband and the wife, and they're they're vacationing together. Yeah, the ex, the ex wife, the ex, the ex, and the ex and the ex. Yeah, yeah, with all the, the combined families, yeah. and you're like, well, I had read an article one time years ago that said most most exes would get along with each other because obviously there's a connection if they connected to you. Like if you know what I mean, if they liked you. They probably like some of the same things. Right. So if they actually talked to each other, it'd be like, right. "Oh, I like that movie too. Oh, that's the kind of food that I like." See, there's that's there's I, more connecting you than you just exactly. There's the, I hate him. I hate him too. There was a guy. He used to run a club in Chicago, and him and his wife got divorced, and then they got on like Match.com or whatever, you know, whatever AOL dating back in the day, and they both came up on each other's profile. And I was always like, oh, well, you guys, if someone would have told you you could have been in love forever, maybe that would have helped. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If you like pina coladas. Right. right. <laughs> but I, I don't um, I don't expect to get along with anyone forever. I'm a very blunt person. I'll go, I don't like that, and I don't want to do that. And I would like to live with someone that can do that, too. Did just do you know what I mean? You, like, I don't want to do it. And I and they have to be a female. The only people I've ever met that can do that are men. Right. But I don't I would like, like that. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And I'm going to stay home and I'm going to be just content. You go ahead and you go out and do it and you have well, a good time. It's very much like the Waltons. Have you ever watched the Waltons? Uh, not in like, a while. We, but remember they go, why won't you go to church with me? I ain't going to church. You know? The guy, the dad would be at home. You know, it's that kind of, yeah. there was this attitude. I ain't doing it. Why don't you come to the meeting with, I ain't going to the meeting. I ain't doing that. Right. You know. And, and, and I think, I think some people have to join things a lot. And, uh, I'm not one of them. Yeah. Not you know what I mean? I'm not, I have no problem saying, no, I'm not going to be able to make it. Uh, I, I don't like lying because lying is, uh, labor, labor, you gotta keep track of it. It's labor intensive. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It means I have to go. I have to act like I'm a good time. Yeah. I got to get dressed up. I got to smile and shake hands of people I don't really give you. Sorry I'm late. I didn't want to come. Right. <laughs> and I can live in that world. That's a, a world that I can live in. And and it's very hard to find be, because, and I'm not going to generalize, but it seems most of the women I've encountered are very passive aggressive and talk in circles. Like the last girl that I was living with was like, Wow, it sure be nice that that light wasn't on. Like, well, 
The f- what the fuck does that mean? That means get up and go turn off the light. It's like, why can't you just say turn off the light? Or we'd be driving. She goes, do you like this music? I go, no, I play a lot of music just to irritate the fuck out of myself. Like, what do you want me to do? Do you want to change it? Did you want to reach over and like, change it? Like, I don't it? understand why that is such yeah. a problem. You know what I mean? It's like, um, do you want me to tell you the truth? And they don't. No, yeah. Do you like this dress? No. no. It doesn't. What? It's not age appropriate. It doesn't enhance your better parts. Yeah. I don't it's like it. It's too high on your waist. It doesn't give you a figure. Right. But God, if you do that, you're fucking, you're fucked for days, yeah. weeks, you well, know? Well, Dr. Laura had said years ago, and I used to listen to Dr. Laura a lot. I loved, explains, loved her. For explains a, explains a lot. A lot. <laughs> but she had said that one of the reasons that therapy wasn't working any anymore, or like it used to, is because people don't want to be told the truth. Right. Like if you went to a therapist, a uh, couple's therapy, and they go, no, lady, he's right. You're you're the bitch. Well, because we're not coming back to her. Well, of course, because she's cocooned this situation so that no one can actually peer into it and and analyze it, and then go, "This is what you should do." They don't want that, right? Like so, I went to a psychologist the other day, and I said, "Well, you know," he goes, "Well, uh, are your kids giving you anything back?" You know, he goes, you, it seems like you worry a lot about your kids and you want to be with them and blah, blah, blah. But do they give you anything back? And I'm like, no, not really. Like, so why the fuck do you want to be with them? Your ex, why, you know, does she, is she going to give you anything back that might be useful? I go, probably not. And he goes, then why the fuck do you she care? She still cared. Why do you care if y'all talk or not? You know? Right, right. Be it's, glad it's out of the, the right. orbit, you know? Right. And I'm like, I just feel like I've invested all this. It's be like, uh, to me, it's kind of like quitting law school in the last week. You know, I've invested all this time. I've tried to be a good person. I've tried to do all this stuff. I want some closure. I want some redemption. And uh, it doesn't seem like it's ever going to happen. Yeah. You know, and I'm going to have to live with that, I guess. Yeah. You know. Well, my, uh, my son and I get along great. We, we, we have really do get along really good. And, uh, but I realized that I don't talk to him near as much as people think I should. Like my, my wife would go, have you talked to your, your son this week? Um, no, I don't think, I don't think I have. Was the last time I talked to him? Oh, maybe a couple weeks ago. And yeah, but you know I mean, me? but I, who's throwing that guilt on you? The boy has your number. Yeah, but I, but that's what I realize is very cats in the cradle thing. Because sure. I'm the same way with I was the same way with my parents. Sure. Like if I talk to them once a month, that you know they they know I love them. You know I've got nothing really to say when I was. What'd you do this week? Same thing I did last week. Right. You know I don't want to. And I'm one of those guys. I don't know how you are. I hate repeating myself. I grew up around a lot of people that told the same stories over mm-hmm. and over mm-hmm. and over. Mm-hmm. And you Me know too. what I mean? And so you just Mom got... Mom on old... Remember that time? I got old Gus and he got up on the truck. And Remember he, that? And yeah, he, yeah. He's not a dumbass. Yeah, and then you're next year at the party. Same, same fucking story. The other story. person tells the same... You know, right. Dan, remember that time we were right. out together? I do remember that. I told that last Christmas. Right. And we were, you know, like... <gasps> yeah. So... I kind of got where I don't talk because I don't want to repeat myself. Which is the same thing, which is the same reason that I don't think either one of us, I mean, I don't know, uh, to go to the same office every day would drive us nuts. So. Oh, 
Because you have to hear those stories over yeah. and over again. You have to hear the fucking, did you fill out the TPS reports <laughs> and, you know, all that, all that kind of stuff. It's not, it's not a place that I want to be. I do. There's something about being like, like the Midwest that I like. And I like the Midwest because the people might tell that story. I don't want to hear it every year, but I might want to hear it. Every ten remind years, remind me. Yeah, remember you know that, what I mean. Remember when we were yeah. about twenty? I think it was about twenty years ago. I don't mind reminiscing every decade. Yeah, or every five years yeah. or something like that. That's kind of fun, but yeah, not every day or yeah. every year. Yeah, well, we're talking about. Um, what were we talking about last night? We were talking about drugs and food. Uh huh. And how well, we're both cleaned up our act right right yeah. and uh i mean not to food look, is my like my new addiction yeah like not not to look at us but we're way better off than we used to we be. used to be and uh we were talking about uh nobody can say you're fat you can't slap a cheeseburger out of somebody's oh yeah hands as easy as you can yeah i was saying if somebody, out of, if somebody was about to put a gun in their mouth right. if you saw them raising a gun to their mouth right. you would try to slap that gun out of their hand right and then then i said well it was kind of like when michelle obama tried to get everybody to eat right and everybody's like i'm gonna eat damn twinkie she ain't gonna tell me i'll deep fry that right, some right. she ain't tell me what to and eat that, and, that, and, that, and that surprised me that you agreed with me on that from that but it was like it's, it's, listen here, I don't know how you impose this. I, I there's no way to do it, you know, as, as a libertarian or, or whatever. You, whatever people, you are. <laughs> yeah, or whatever, whoever. Uh, you can't dictate what people do with their lives, but there's some people that need, which is exactly why I think the two-year mandatory service and boot camp would be like, hey, uh, you're taking a wrong direction here. You know, it was like I told you about the comedian friend of mine, 350 pounds, and I said, hey, man, you maybe should cut back on the eat, and he's like, orders a bunch of toast, because he's like, you ain't going to tell, tell me, me what, what to do, eat. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Is this and the same one that said, can you get me a job on the ship? Right. You can't walk. You can't walk from one end of the ship to the other. Right. And, and, and it was just this, this sort of alcoholic defiance that hadn't gone away from him even after 35 years of sobriety yeah do you know what i mean yeah and it eventually killed him so you're like i don't want what you got yeah you're supposed to be an example of what i should get yeah and and along the same line this is the same thing that i i i think when you start glorifying things that aren't good for you for you or or or, and and this isn't to slam anybody i'm not trying to slam people it's just but when you start saying you know when you're 600 pounds and you're you're calling yourself a big beautiful woman, you know you're a you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. The, I'm a BBW. That's and I'm what a, I'm saying. I'm a model. I'm a I'm a I'm, I'm a working it. I'm working it. Mm-hmm. But but that's not healthy. And they go, No, I'm fine. I'm no, I'm you know, no, it's not healthy. It's it's diabetes. And here's it's, what it's it heart is. disease. But but no, you can't tell me because I know I know my man likes me like maybe. Really? You know what I mean? I don't, and this is, like I said, not to slam. I just think people have gotten wrong mindsets now. They've been, we've been, we've been lied to by, you know, a doctor that, that says, you know. Well, there's an acceptance now of it because you can't say fa- you're fat. You're fat. God uh, damn it. What? 
You're fat. What? You need to do something about I'm it. I'm healthy. I had well, my. It's the same. It's the same thing as having confidence as a as a uh, as an alcoholic with three or four DUIs, right? I mean, I know what I'm when doing. When we were drinking back, when we were drinking and drugging, a DUI was a badge of honor. You know, I was like, oh, I got three of them. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm going to court again. You know, I might lose my license. It's like, time. yeah, it's like, oh, you have four medals on your chest, right? Yeah. But you know, at some point, it's like, dude, you got a fucking problem. Thank God you haven't killed someone when you're drinking yeah. and driving. Thank God you're you, you can still walk and you're still of sound mind. Let's fix it now before it gets any worse. Yeah, before your knees go out or right. your back goes I, out. Or I think we're in a, we have a we have a whole whole country that's in denial about many many things. Yeah, like wait, you know what you were wait. talking about drinking and driving. I was really pretty good at uh, not doing that because I would actually call and say uh, I'm a little too wasted. I think I'm gonna sleep it off in the you know parking lot, or I'm going over to such and such comic's house. You know, sleep in the office. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll I'll sleep it. Yeah, I mean, I did that a lot. A lot of times, I would pull my car over and just not drive. Mm -hmm. I got busted in Denver one time. I was sleeping in the car, and the cop came over, knocked on the window, and woke me up. And I, he goes, "What are you doing?" I go, "I didn't feel comfortable comfortable driving. You know, I just left, did a show, and I was drinking. I didn't feel comfortable driving." And he goes, okay. He goes, well, you know, I could arrest you because the key's in the ignition. Right. And, and I go, but I'm not driving. He goes, oh, no, I understand. He goes, I want to see you take the keys out of the ignition and throw them in the back seat. I want to see, he goes, I want to see you do it. So I threw them back there. And he goes, okay, this is my route. I'll be back here in two hours. And if this car isn't here, I have your license plate. All right. Let's talk about this. I am not anti-cop. Mm-hmm. I am pro-cop. I think there's a lot of great cops out there, but I think we're facing uh, a segment of that population that abuses their authority. And I think that's changed over the years. Whereas that cop that came and knocked on your window um, years ago, we go, all right, well, just throw the keys in the back seat and sleep it off. Yeah. Versus today, where he'd have his, you know, his knee on your neck and the other three smacking the crap out of you because you were stupid enough to fuck drink and be in or sleeping on the side of the road. Yeah, I mean, I I remember, you know, being drunk and then taking to my dad's house because I knew he was going to beat my ass. Yeah. Driving his car drunk. You know, I mean, there was a, but, you know, that social part of the system's, oh. Gone now too. Right. I, I see you know, and this is I'm I'm just gonna say this and I don't care how it sounds, but <gasps> men should raise children. Welcome to Remasculate. <laughs> That's actually the name of the podcast. Right. Remasculate. So no, you were talking about this today. You because you think the men need to kids need a stronger hand in, in being raised. And I told you about yeah. the, the the Bernie Mac episode where his sister takes over raising the kids for a week because he goes somewhere and he, yeah. he comes back and she goes, well, what do you guys want for breakfast? Because you don't ask them. You treat them like prisoners. They eat whatever they get. You know, that whole part of the Listen, you cannot undermine you cannot undermine your wife or your husband. You have to be a solid unit. 
You have to be in that foxhole together against your children, against your mother-in-law, against the fucking IRS, against everybody. You are a fucking unit. Unit. That is the only way that works. That's the only way that marriage works. Well, that's... I've brought this up on here before, and I'm glad you said that, because I think too many people get married today for only one reason, and it can be any reason. We both like to snowshoe. Yeah. We met cliff diving, right. and that's all that's they. Enough. That's it. They all, and then one right. day they realize, I don't like the way you talk to the kids. This is the way I do it. Nobody's going through that dating process and the filling out the worksheet of um, how do you, are we raise them Catholic or Baptist? Okay, are are we spanking or not? Okay, you're a spanker. I am. Well, I'm not. Well, this may not work. You know what I mean? I that, went to a psychologist, and. The worst thing in a relationship is mind reading and making assumptions. And a course in child rearing and how to treat one another and mortgages and checkbooks and living within your means and all that should be part of that program. That's what home ec used to be. Yeah, and because I see a lot of these guys. I was talking to this lady. She just got divorced, and she goes, well, I never... I never saw my husband. And I go, well, where do you live? She goes, in Temecula. And I go, oh, well, California. Yeah. And she goes, I go, well, did you have a nice house? And she goes, yeah, it's 800000 and we have three acres, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And I go, well, do you work? And she goes, well, no, why should I have to work? And I'm like, herein lies the problem. The reason you never see your husband is because he's breaking his fucking back trying to make the mortgage on this fucking place that you love this castle that you think you're the queen of yeah and now you're gonna complain because you don't see him right instead of downsizing getting a job yourself and living in the real fucking world there's not enough of that like there's not there's well my my gripe is and i I've said this for a long time. And yes, my wife works. And yes, some people need to work. But I think part of the problem is both people working. You know, like somebody needs to be home. There was somebody. Well, if that's you know? possible, I mean, you know. But I at, think look at rents, look at mortgages. Yes, yeah, but crazy. but that's but that's you choose to live there. That's mm-hmm. what it comes like you were saying. It, it com- all comes down to choices. Right. Like, do you want to live in the eight hundred thousand dollar home, or can you live? Can you live smaller? Do you both need brand new cars? That would involve a candid look at finances, emotions. Goals yes. and all those things. Everything that should have gone into truthful, before. Truthful. Right? Right. It's like... I was just with someone for five years and she lived there and she would get a job and then quit. Get a job, quit. Get a job, quit. Get a job, quit. I can't invest in that. I can't invest in that person. Because you'd have been the job that was because, eventually quit. Right. I mean, if she's that much of a flake, she's going to flake. One big. And not only that, it's one thing to not work and have an immaculate house and uh, have dinner ready or whatever. Yeah. And, and and that could be a male or a female. Whoever yeah. is the right decide to do Whoever it. decides to do it. Like if you if you say you want to stay home. Yeah. We don't need a 3,500-square-foot home. We need a 600-square-foot, one-bedroom apartment. Right. And uh, when you come home, I'll have dinner made and the place will be clean. And then yeah. uh, we can go 
weekend for a ride our bike or we'll go hiking this weekend. I don't need a freaking uh, Lamborghini. Yeah. I don't need You're this. seeing exactly what I'm saying. Right. That's what, because I would, you know, these people I would go like, well, the kids need new shoes. They don't need oh, Nikes. No. They you need, know, they all, all of them don't well, need that. They I all don't s- need a cell phone. Here's they all don't thing. need a TV in each of their rooms. I see a lot of this. I see a lot of this in, uh, especially California. I see a family of six will come into Starbucks and each one of them will get a $5 Mocha latte, iced, large, whatever. I don't even yeah. know what they are. It's $50. It's $50. Yeah. Okay. They're all wearing the best of everything and blah, blah, blah. And uh, they don't really have a pot to piss in. Because they're living paycheck to paycheck. Because they're living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, and I, like I said, I don't know how you go about doing this. But I think there should be some kind of uh, course where you go, do you want to live within your means? Do you want to live so that you can save $500, $1,000 a month? You cannot be taking your family to Starbucks. just. And this is before you even went to In-N-Out or the other restaurants. That yeah, you're gonna, that was just one place you stopped just, today. Right. And then you're going to go over to Ross or whatever to buy. No matter what it is. I see yeah, people, then we're going to Pally Royal and then over to Saks Fifth Avenue. Right. And Chuck E. Cheese and we're going to do this. And then stop and get the kids burgers because I don't cook. Well, there, there you go. There's an epidemic right there. I mean, the amount of money people waste on sh- fast food and restaurants because they're too lazy to cook. It doesn't take a whole lot to cook. No. It doesn't take you, a whole lot, of, you know. You and I, the other day, were talking about Italy, how we both discovered real food in Italy. Right. And that was funny. that We both said that's where we discovered real food. Right. Like, they cook with cream. They cook with cheese. They cook with, you know, the pastas. and But none of them are, none none of them are fat. fat. Remember, what I, was, I was telling you, when we were kids... Everybody had a tomato patch. Mm-hmm. And you go out there and get one of those beefsteak tomatoes. Yeah. Go pull a tomato and a carrot. Get his carrot out of there. Right. And you slice it and you put it on Wonder Bread with some Miracle Whip and some salt and pepper. And that was a sandwich. Yeah. And that, that tomato tastes lovely. Yeah. And the last place I had a good tomato was in Italy. You know what I mean? Yeah, because it was, it was straight from the garden. To- tomato. It yeah, wasn't it was like- on a tomato farm with, you know, yeah. all the pesticides and crap all over it. Yeah, and that's why I said I would love to see. I think that's part of the problem is people aren't cooking like they used to. So there's a lot of fast food or they buy things that they do cook that are already prepared. Mm-hmm. You know, there's that like, you know, 15 minutes and this is beer, you're right. ready to go. Where everybody knows you should buy along the outsides of the store. Right. It's the always perimeter. Like, the perimeter. Don't get go the, in the chips and cookie aisle. Right. Go get, there's the meat, right. there's the meat over there, right. there's the milk over there, there's the lettuce and radishes along this wall. And I mean, I think, uh, why do we know that? And nobody else knows that. You know, it's, it, the, the, the common sense of, our generation between the greatest generation, which I always thought was bullshit, and, but the, now. and the millennials, right? Yeah. You're like, um, I think it's because we waited for things and we worked for we things. We worked for things and we didn't have, uh, we didn't have a big meal, but we had a meal. Yeah. We had fried bologna on, you know, with a tomato yeah. and some, uh, 
and a sandwich, and that was dinner. Yeah. My dad used to make this dish. Mm. It was called Mule Shoe Hockey Pie Goo. And we'd we'd go and sit it. He goes, food. It was just like he would make like ground beef with some macaroni, and there'd be some corn in it. And basically, it was just like potluck with anything. Hobo stew. Like a hobo stew. Right, And my dad called it mule shoe hockey pie goo. And we loved it as kids. Right. Because you'd put some ketchup or some hot sauce on it or squirt some mustard and, you know, anything. But it was a meal. It was a prepared meal. Well, when we were kids, everything was basically a variation of ground beef. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. It was meatloaf, meatballs, meat sauce. Yeah. Sloppy Joe. Yes. Um, the spaghetti. The goo. The goo. Yeah. There was a, your mom would make stuffed peppers, which stuffed was pepper. stuffed with ground meat. And a little rice in yeah. it. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was the staple. Yeah. She made this thing, and I still, I made my wife get the recipe. It's called Barbie Cups. And it's, you, you take uh, 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 biscuits. And you push them down, you know, like the biscuit pan, but you make cups out of it. And then you fill it, fill it with ground, browned ground beef and put barbecue sauce in with it and put cheese on top of it and put it in the oven. Like you just do a whole Sounds rack delicious. of these things. It's freaking delicious. <laughs> right. But it doesn't get much more white trash than that. It's, I don't know. You know, what you I mean? know, the thing about it is, is that when you get married, you start in an f- apartment or sub subpar housing yeah right and then you get a bigger house and then you have the kids and you raise the kids and then you go all the way back to the place that you started i think the wisdom in life is to stay in that small place mm-hmm. and get the kids bunk beds yeah and do not buy good shit yeah get a shitty couch let them beat the shit out of it so you jump don't up and down on it and do I don't whatever care. the fuck you want and then um, once they're out of the house, you go, well, let's go to uh, Jerome's and get something nice. Or what was, what was the name of the guy with the... American Furniture Warehouse in Denver? The guy with Jake Jabs. Jake Jabs, yeah, American yeah, Furniture yeah, Warehouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we'll go get something. Well, the thing about it is, it's like people... Nobody needs to come over to your house either, by the way. Here's something else that needs to happen. They watch Friends too much. Right. Nobody needs to come over to your house when you're raising kids or for any reason. Yeah. Period. Because that's your house and that would prevent you from comparing yourself to the other people. Why can't we have a nice stuff like that? You know them? when you go over to people's houses and you're like, it's too clean and like yeah. it doesn't look like anybody lives there and you go, well, something's wrong here. It's like a model home. Something's wrong. Do you know what I yeah. mean? And then if you dig a little deeper, she's banging the gardener. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> right? You're like, it's too There's perfect. a bad case of OCD. There's something, yeah, it's just something way, way out of control. My, my mom was raised in a Catholic orphanage, so she was very, very meticulous. And it was horrible as a kid. You know, you couldn't, you know. Don't eat on that. Get off of that. Get your feet off of it. You know, get the dishes done right after you burp. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, you done. Rinse them off and get them in. Yeah, and, uh, and my grandma was more like, yeah, well, you know, I'll get done, and there might be some grease in the pan, and it might sit there for a few days, and she might make some food in it, you know? Yeah, she could break it more eggs in that bacon right, grease. Right, right, right. It's, you know, and uh, it was a lot more comfortable, and um, 
hence it's easy enough for me to say that I spent a lot of time at my grandma's house. We had like this special bond and it was because it was more relaxed. It was, and that's the house that I want to live in. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want it to be gross and disgusting. It can be messy. But Just I don't want it filthy. perfect. Yeah, and I don't want it perfect yeah. either. But don't you think, have you found that, that, uh, and I've had people tell me, well, that's just the ignorance that makes people happy. Like, ignorant people are happy, you know, but don't you think. Well, then sign, con- sign me up. Sign me up. But don't, right. like I'm saying, the, the people that are country people that sit on the porch and watch June bugs and lightning bugs, you know, they sit out there and blow a harmonica and the kids shoot a shotgun and, and a can in the front yard and they're okay. like, woo! Remember earlier when I said if I could trade for something, I yeah. forgot. I forgot to, I forgot to mention two things. One is to be able to sleep, uh-huh. like close my eyes and fall asleep, like these people in the plane, right? They, or the people. It's like eight o'clock. It's time for me to sleep. Close my eyes uh, and, and I sleep out. for eight hours. Right. I lay there for two hours. And the other one would be to not think, just not think, at not all. think, like just be perfectly content to watch the lightning bugs and drink mm-hmm. a beer and, and and to be able to drink like a normal person that was something i would love to be able just to been do. able to have a beer or a two. buzz i just want a buzz buzz and then go to bed and then go, to, go bed. to bed i caught a buzz and went to bed instead of driving at three o'clock in the morning i need more I gotta have another one. might as well get a gram while i'm out yeah i'm out of whiskey yeah i mean it's just that come and i found too maybe you'll agree with me on this is that I'm a genius after three beers and two shots. <laughs> I'm a genius. But yeah. I can't stop. Yes. You know then what I mean? Then you have to share your genius. Well, of course you have to have an audience, <laughs> you know. But I mean, and maybe one line, <laughs> right? A line, yeah. three beers and two shots. And I am, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm about as wise as any man you'll ever meet. But yeah. then, then it gets retarded. But I, I, I think back now when I was a kid, my dad had the farm uh, and the things that we would do in summertime that just were very, you know, like riding the motor, the dirt bike in the mud. And, Love and, it. Uh, you know, now you think uh, that would be one of the coolest things for, for kids to do, you know. We'll like play football fish, in the rain. In the rain. You know, skimboarding. Remember the, the yeah. skimboard? Make right. you take a piece of plywood and just skimboard right. in, the, in the flooded streets. Right. You know, now it's like, oh, you're going to get hurt. Oh, there's dirt you know. clog fights. Yes. Just throwing dirt we at threw, each other. We, th- we threw uh, horse poop at each other. There you go. Because it dries horse, ha- be horse apples. Couldn't we would be throw happier. those at each other. Couldn't be happier. I wish, there, and there's a lot of times I wish I could go have an afternoon. I'll go have a 12 year old afternoon. I want a 12. I'm gonna, that's the name of this podcast. <laughs> I want to have a 12 year old afternoon. You know what one I mean? more time. Yeah. I mean, those nice, are the things. Those are the little things. Yeah, like, I'd like to dial into, like, maybe my first, you know, my first stink finger, my first, uh, my first car that I drove, my first, uh, you know, first time I w- became sexually aware at all. At I think all. I, and I can Just, tell you when it was. It was, uh, I said it was Ann Margaret the other night, but it was actually Tina Turner. I was at a concert. <laughs> honest to God. It was Ike and Tina Turner. Uh-huh. And she came out and sang Proud Mary. And was shaking in that dress. And she was shaking in that dress. And, and she, you know, she kind of had her legs apart a bit. And I saw that little muscle right there. She uh-huh. was, she had strong legs. Yeah. And I saw that muscle and I started getting a boner and I'm like, 
I think I was like 11 or 12 and I'm like, really? Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell's going on here? And then like, I knew I made the connection. connection. Women do this to me. (laughs) There's a, there's, I can name three of them. And the other one was, uh, Lee Remick in Days of Wine and Roses. Do you remember this? And she was drunk and she was, it was black and white and she was wearing a slip. Oh, yeah. That was, and then there was one more and it was, uh, Lee Remick was always gorgeous. Yeah. And then, uh, it was Spartacus, and no, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't Kurt Douglas Tony Curtis and <laughs> and Lawrence Olivier. It was when they threw him in this Kirk Douglas, and I think her name was Gene Simmons, and uh, they were supposed to have sex while all these guys that watched, and they, I think they threw some water so the guys would leave. But I remember being in a, uh, a drive-in in my parents' car in the back seat, going. Oh my god! I actually went. Oh my god! And then my mom turned around and go, "What do you know about it?" <laughs> More than you know. What new thing? All right, let's talk about this. Did you ever walk in on your parents? No, never did. Never, never did. Never. My sisters at the they used to have like these seventy five cent movies down at the theater downtown. Yeah, in my town, and we had a neighborhood theater that my parents would give us. It was fifty cents. Yeah, on give Saturdays, you a, give you a coin and go. Yeah, you could buy a book of them. They were all like, yeah, and you got we would a spend couple the day. of cartoons. Yeah, the whole yeah, day. spend the day because we'd watch the movie again. Sometimes right. it was a yeah. couple of cartoons, and it was like a, a Raiders of the Lost Ark type movie. Yeah, right. One of those right. adventure movies, right. and maybe a space movie or yeah. something. The day the Earth stood still. And you know, I think. Uh, Popcorn was three cents or whatever, but they, you know, they drop you off yeah. in the, the whole day. And you call me when you're ready to come home. Exactly. Exactly. So I went to mow a couple lawns and do my paper out. It was a Saturday, and I come back home and I'm just sitting there and I'm watching TV, and my parents said they were taking a nap. Yeah. Which I didn't know was code for what they were doing. So my sister calls. They must have been in there for I don't know twenty thirty minutes. My sister calls and says. I need a ride, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, all right, I'll tell Dad. So I walk into the room, and I open the door, and it's like, ah! So. Who screams more, you or them? My mom. My mom, the most. Um, let's just say she was doing something that men like. Okay. A lot. Okay. All right. And. My dad came out, put his clothes on, and yelled at me all the way to picking up my sister. You know how long it took me to talk her into doing that? You little bastard. You son of a bitch. I mean, he yelled at me. I don't, I think he, you know, every once in a while, he popped back in his head. You know, Quiet two, for a minute. Two weeks later. Ah, you I'm son of a bitch. I'm still mad about that. <laughs> right. But, uh, <laughs> you know, you don't need, like... I think you talk about it. You don't think your parents are. Yeah, like I knew they did because. Well, I, I, if we're you here. think about it, but if you think about it, they were they're humans like we are. Well, no, I mean, my I think my parents had like three kids when they were twenty three or twenty four. Oh, they're just they're just hitting they're, their sexual peak, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, uh, I think I had two kids when I was thirty. Yeah, you know? I had my my son at thirty three. Right. So that's a big. Gap, like, right. you know, but uh, I remember my mom and my dad were just kind of like, and, and you couldn't look at them anymore. Like, it took about six months, you and you're always like, Can him. you pass me the 
So your mom please. goes, come over here and kiss no. me good night. No, mom, come kiss I, can't, me. I can't kiss come you. Kiss dirty. Me good. You're dirty. Kiss me good night. All right. How about this? How about your mom would have <laughs> your mom would have uh, she'd want you to have vegetables. Mm-hmm. This is back in the day, but. Like, let's say she wanted you to have broccoli because that's what you're supposed to yeah. do so you, you're healthy. But she'd take like a half a brick of Velveeta. Right. High, try to high. Because she didn't want to eat it either. Yeah. Right? Everything. And my dad used to make grilled cheese out of Velveeta, which yeah. is still the best grilled yeah, cheese. Because it, it melts. It's just going out of the sides. Oh, and, I know. And he didn't, he didn't fuck around. Like, he would take. Half mayonnaise. a stick of butter and put it on that. I never yeah. did mayonnaise, yeah, mayonnaise on the outside. No, not on the outside. On you the inside. Mayonnaise on the inside. Then you put the Velveeta. Oh. And then you just butter on the outside so it just all turns into now, one. See, here's the thing. Of, you know. Here's the thing. Like I, As I've gotten older, I would try that. Mm-hmm. But years ago, any variation from what I was used to is like, yeah. no, that's fucked up. You don't do that. Yeah. You know. I see that a lot with kids now that won't eat something because it doesn't look like uh, what they've had before. Like, I saw this at a, at a Mexican restaurant. That doesn't look like a taco. That doesn't, I heard the kids say, that doesn't look like a Taco Bell taco. Right. Because, you know, if you get a taco at a Mexican right. restaurant, it's those big, thick shells or sometimes. The street with the, tacos. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't, that doesn't look What's like. What's that green shit? Yeah, what is that? Like, <laughs> right. it's a taco. It doesn't look like a Taco right. Bell taco. Like, that's what I just want to. Right. Starve. Right. Okay, we'll stop and get you something else on the oh, way home. Oh, this destroys this. We'll just, that drives we'll me crazier than anything. Else. That drives me crazier than anything because my mom, my grandma, all of them. I'm not a short order cook, and if you don't, you can starve till yeah. tomorrow because there ain't a dinner coming till yeah. you know. Eat it, my mom. I, I do it my act. Eat it now. You're gonna yeah, have it too. tomorrow. I I do the my sister and peas. You know, they're at midnight. Just sitting Still at the table, sitting staring there, at crying, and everybody's crying. And everybody, this is why everybody's family, crying. The whole family. Please, just eat them. You're right. You're like, I'll eat it for her. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Right? <laughs> just want to go to bed. Like, yeah, everybody wants to go to sleep and for there to be pizza. But they preferred to have this fucking massive tension in the house. Um, This is how I was raised. This is how you were raised. This mm-hmm. is how... And that's how why we find common ground, right? And the, and the, th- the other thing about it is that there was nothing wrong with the way we were raised. Now there's a few times like some of the discipline might have got a little hairy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Especially when you're a teenager, right? And and my mom was like this because she was raised by nuns. If you scared her. And you were okay, mm-hmm. she would beat the shit out of you. Yeah, because you were scared her. For, you, for scaring right. me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If she's like, if you cross the street and. Barely, no, barely got, you made, almost got hit. You almost. Beat the living shit out of you for making her hurt. I'm okay, though. Yeah, but you could have been killed. Watch where you're going. I did that once with my brother. My brother, I couldn't get him. I would work with him all day to get him to swim. And he would just. You know, my brother's a genius, but he has no common sense. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he just got of people like that have book learning, but have no, no common. And uh, it was one of those things. You know, they didn't have the rope, but it it had on the bottom of the pool. It it went down into the deep water, and if you weren't where yeah. you were supposed to be, you slid down into you know deeper. 
And I'm like holding on to him. I go, come on. And he's, you know, lost my grip. And, you know, I'm not going to. There's a certain amount of self-preservation in me, too. I'm not going to dive over this mother. So my mom jumped in the pool and pulled him out and then gave me a beating for probably an hour and a half because I wasn't looking out for my little brother, you know. There's a lot of responsibility being the oldest. It wasn't like you got to slide. I remember, you know, we had to be home by midnight. And KC Radio, that was the rock station. In St. Louis. In St. Louis. Yeah. And every Friday night, they would play Somebody Loan Me a Dime by Boss Skaggs. And... uh, if I wasn't in before that song started, because it was, I think it was a 15 minute song. And, uh, there were just times where I was just like, fuck it, I'm listening to this song. I'll be home when it's over. I'll, I'd be in the driveway. <laughs> just sitting there. Just that little bit just of defiance. Just a little bit of a defiance. the authority. Oh, of course. Like, you, you and I both have it. It's like the other night I go, hey man, go tell the sound guy that the thing's off. You're like, you give me that look like, you ain't telling me what to do. You <laughs> what? Right. But I did. I went totally. Right. Well, it's the same. It's the same initial reaction. Yeah. yeah. Like, hey, hey. What? what? All right. Me? Okay. Yeah, you're right. right. If you turned off. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I uh, remember it, at 10 o'clock. It's 10 o'clock. Do you, you know, know where, where your, your children, children are? are? Yeah. Have you ever heard that in any way, shape, no. or form in the past few years? No. It's, it's like they don't care where their children are. Well, this is where the phone this is where the phone becomes a problem again. As much as it's there to keep tabs on your kid, it's easily manipulated. You let your kid slide because you think you know where they are. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried to call you. Oh, my battery died. Yeah. Not bad. Okay. Well, a million and one excuses. They let it. I left it in the car when I got out to go to the movie. There's okay. I can email you. I can text you. I can private message you. I can Twitter you. I can call you. God forbid. That's five ways to get in touch with you, and yet communication is fucking lost. Lost. Completely lost. Lost. And on your hand, you have. All the information you could ever want or need. You have 60 libraries, yeah. literally. Yeah. You get any book you want. You can get any YouTube video you want, like yeah. we were talking the I other night. How to, anything, how yeah, to how fix, fix something. My shower. Uh, you can Wikipedia. You can Google. You can do all these things. And yet we've never been more retarded. Yeah. Ever. Well, I have said and, and I've been, I, that Google has been one of the bad things for uh the kid-parent relationship because remember the days when you used to have to call your dad and go, hey, dad, how did you, uh, how do you fix that lawnmower? Mm-hmm. Get, you know what I mean? Right. We used to call our parents for the, hey, I'm thinking about getting uh, right. insurance. How did you know what insurance you needed? Well, it's not only that. Not only that, you don't have to retain anything anymore. Yeah, you don't have to have it up here. Your your muscles, your memory muscles, fucked. Like I mean, fifty girls' phone numbers back when I was single. Uh, now I can't even remember my own. I have to look up my own exactly. sometime. But and you don't really have to retain anything because it's there. Yeah. 
you don't have to reminisce about anything because you can find it immediately yeah. right there. Let me find the picture that I took 10 years ago. I, I remember, like, I, I said this a while back, too. It's like, you'd be sitting around a campfire drinking with your buddies, and you get in an argument over a song, yeah. who wrote it, yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And it yeah. went on for hours, and, you know, it was, uh, you know, now it's like, oh, well, we'll just have to see. Yeah. It was better when you didn't know. Yeah. I, I've said that, too, that yeah. that uh, the cell phone has messed up a lot of people's bar lies. Yeah, you know, I was at that game. No, you weren't. You know, there's you a know? lot of there's a there. Uh, I'm not big on lying, but I'm big on poetic license, embellishing Embelli- a good story, exactly. embellishing a good story. Exactly. I do this bit about. Uh, you know, you tell your friends, "Yeah, man, about six guys came up to me and they had switchblades." You know, and. Uh, we were going to the car, and I didn't know what the hell was going to happen. I about beat the shit out of three of them and then jumped in the car, drove off, and then your girlfriend's there going, there were three of them, and the one had a comb. <laughs> and one of them was a girl. And uh, <laughs> you told them that they weren't nice people, and you got in the car. <laughs> <laughs> you know, said, I didn't appreciate the I don't way appreciate you're the way you're us. talking or looking at us and <laughs> you had me home by 10:15. That's how I remember the story. Right. And you're like, see, this is why I don't know if this is even fair but uh great authors are usually male because they do can take a story and they take the story embellish it. they make the bear bigger than it yeah. was they make and then the, the roman bigger. army came over the hill and it was 80,000 of them you right. could see all the way back and to mesopotamia seven very gruff men <laughs> <laughs> it was the face that launched a thousand ships she wasn't very attractive <laughs> <laughs> who's telling this story <laughs> Well, well, I think that's the difference. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Well, Mike, thanks for doing the podcast. Pleasure. I appreciate that. Yeah. This is one of the most fun. This is actually one of the longest podcasts is it I've really? ever done. I've had how... fun. I just looked over and went, "Oh, I need to wrap this up." All right, but this was so much fun. Yeah, thank you, man. And I'm and I'm and, and uh, can I say this yeah. to everyone out there? Yeah. Um. These things that I have us fighting over, these things that they used to separate us as Americans, we're playing into their hands. This is exactly where they want us. This is what the Illuminati want. This is what they want. And we're all going to be obsolete here real soon as workers and as being useful in any way. We're going to have driverless cars, and there's going to be automatic chefs, and there's going to be... And they're just going to make babies in incubators, and you won't even have to You won't you, do it anymore. Your usefulness will be waning completely. Now, what you and I might disagree on is how to go on from here or stop it or slow it down but i think and i and i i will not use the self-checkout and i will not use the driverless car and i will not go to the kiosk at the airport and all those things it's inevitable that that's what's going to happen 
there were Zuckerberg and Musk and the other guy from Amazon and Gates. They were talking about how they could single-handedly feed everyone, educate everyone, house everyone, because they're at that point. Yeah. And because they have hundreds of billions of dollars. And as automation gets worse and artificial intelligence gets better than we'll ever be. Yeah. Um, we're going to have to decide whether. We take care of people, or we have complete fucking anarchy. And we can either play into it by fighting one another, or, and I truly believe this, we are a cooperative species, not a competitive species. And I think our cooperation, despite our differences, may save our species. Ooh, that's pretty deep. Right? I didn't, I, I didn't I like, even smoke any weed or anything. I like that. <laughs> I like that. That was good. All right. Well, this is the point in the podcast where I say to you, um, how do people find you? Are you, uh, you know, this is where you plug yourself. You have uh, you have your Facebook, t- you then Twitter, you know, but where do they, where do they find you? I don't want anyone to find you. Don't me. Want- <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll just leave it at that. Mike Pace. Mike Pace comedy at Gmail. Okay. Or Mike Pace comedy at gmail.com. Yeah. But you have Facebook. That's my email. And I got Facebook and I got. You have Twitter? You're not on Twitter. I don't do Twitter. I don't need any more freaking waste of time. Yeah. I'm, like I told you, I'm trying to. You're trying to wean. You're trying, trying to wean. To, I'm trying to just get off. Yeah. I'm trying to get out of it. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for doing the podcast. My pleasure. And you guys, thanks for listening. I appreciate it. If you had a good time, please share this with your friends. It's the only way people find out about the podcast because we don't advertise. Uh, we're not on big radio stations. So it's all up to you, the fans, to share this all around. So until next time, God bless America and go listen to some Oak Ridge Boys. I bid you adieu. Good night. Come with me and remind